the Reynolds Aluminum Program with Fibber McGee and Molly. Metals Company, makers of Reynolds Aluminum, presents Fibber McGee and Molly, transcribed. The show is written by Phil Leslie and Keith Fowler and directed by Max Huttle, with music by the King's Men and Billy Mills Orchestra. weeks past, you've heard described many of the modern uses of aluminum. The rust-proof metal that makes better windows and gutters for your home. The heat-reflective metal that adds to year-round comfort, either as insulation or as roofing and siding for farm buildings. Versatile aluminum that makes strong, safe parts for automobiles. And colorful foil packaging to protect the foods you buy. And, of course, your own favorite Reynolds Wrap, the pure aluminum foil. Now, we want to offer you free a fascinating booklet that is the story of aluminum itself. How it was discovered, what it is, and what it does. It's called The ABCs of Aluminum, and it's interesting reading for anybody. Useful information for students and teachers. For your free copy of The ABCs of Aluminum, just address a postcard to Aluminum, Reynolds Metals Company, Louisville 1, Kentucky. That's Aluminum, Reynolds Metals Company, Louisville 1, Kentucky. If there was a fish in Dugan's Lake that had the sources of information and the voice of Gabriel Heater, it would say, Ah, there's bad news today. (laughs) Because a big fishing trip is getting underway at 79 Wistful Vista. Here in a kitchen full of sandwiches, fishing tackle, and tall talk, we find Fibber McGee and Molly. Lunch is all packed, McGee, and as soon as the others get here, we'll start. Boy, oh boy, what a time I and you and Doc and Ollie and the Wilcox are going to have out there today, kiddo. I'll murder them fish. Ah, yes. I'll swoop down on that lake like a seagull and snag fish faster than you can snag nylons. (laughs) I'll stack them up like firewood. What about the rest of us? Oh, you can clean them for me. (laughs) Well, that's a very generous thought, sweetheart, but don't forget some of the other boys are pretty good fishermen, too. Ah, them guys. (laughs) They don't know one fish from another. Really? They say Dr. Gamble is very good. Doc Gamble? Fuck. <laughs> that guy couldn't throw a hook into the seat of his own britches. <laughs> and Tootsie, that is a target. <laughs> now, you just relax. Old Dad will catch enough fish for all of us. Mm-hmm. Betcha. I seem to recall that the last time we went to Dugan's Lake, your entire catch was one old rubber boot. <laughs> yeah, the biggest rubber boot hooked there all year, too. A ten-pounder. <laughs> and this time, I hope to hook the mate to it. That's my goal for today. Fifty fine fish and a matched pair of boots. You know, I was telling Mabel Toops how much you enjoy fishing that place, dearie. Oh, yeah. I said McGee always gets a boot out of Dugan's Lake. (laughs) (laughs) My goodness, don't you get it, dearie? You caught a boot, catch a boot, get a boot? Ain't funny, Mrs. McGee. (laughs) Mabel Toops laughed at it. Yeah. 
You know, I was thinking of sending it to Bishop Sheen, but I guess... Well, you just watch me. <laughs> you just watch me fish today, Molly. You're talking to the old master of the fly rod. I'll show all them guys what... Here Come in. Ah, good morning, Dr. Gamble. Good morning, my dear. Hi, Chubby. Hi, Stubby. <laughs> you folks ready to head for the lake? Ole and Harlow have gone on ahead. The lunch is all packed. We'll go in our car. Boy, I can hardly wait to get out there and show you tadpole ticklers how a real fisherman operates. I'm glad you started popping off, Scattermouth. What you mean? I've talked to the other fellows, and we all agree that we won't stand for any of your fantastic fish stories this trip. Well, gee whiz. I, I wish you wouldn't take that attitude, George. You're my buddy. And next to me, you're the best fisherman in the bunch. Save the soft soap, McGee. You can't get around me with flattery. I couldn't get around you with a ten-foot tape measure. Worth a try, anyway. Why not just stick to facts today, dearie? The whole truth and nothing but the truth. Okay, if that's the way you want it, but it's going to be awful dull. Well, come on, let's get started. Take my tackle box, will you, Molly? I've got it. Grab the lunch basket, Fatso. Let's get out to the car. You take it, McGee. That's not the doctor's job. Why shouldn't he take the lunch out? You'll be bringing most of it back in that blubber-lined pot of his. <laughs> come on, let's get out to Dugan's way. <laughs> Billy Mills in the orchestra and the Maple Leaf Rag. Dugan's beautiful lake. Yes. Slow down, McGee. There's Holy and Mr. Wilcox waiting for him. Yeah, I see him. I'll stop right next to him. <laughs> Need any help getting your foot out of the floorboard, fireboard? <laughs> Don't worry about me, Doctor. When I stop, I stop. 
Okay, fellas, here we are. Well, we just got here ourselves. Hello, Molly. Hello, Harlow. Hello, Oli. Hello, Doc. Hello, Mr. Wilcox. Hello, Oli. Hello, Doc. Hello, Mrs. (laughs) You guys are all through bound and scraping. Let's go fishing, huh? Doc with the lunch basket, Junior. Only you grab the tackle boxes. No, you better help Doc with the lunch. Molly, get the tackle. No, Harley, you get the tackle. Molly, you take my fly rod. No, Doc, you take We'll unload the car, dearie. Just get out. (laughs) Yes, get out. Trying to help. Ah, it's great to get out of doors into the great out of doors. Perfect weather. Yep, crisp and clear. Boy, all I reel them in today. Weather like this, I can't miss like I never do anyhow. (laughs) Now it starts to get a little windy. Ah, good old Dugan's Lake. Reminds me of a place I used to fish up in Wisconsin. Lake Wacaminipotapuga. Wacaminipotapuga? Yeah. It's Indian. <laughs> Indian name, meaning maybe fish don't bite here, but watch out for the mosquitoes. It was on that lake that I made the greatest catch of my life. Here it comes. Yeah. Caught myself a three-pound rainbow trout. What's so great about that? This baby had one little added feature. He could talk. A talking fish? Yep. I just hauled him into the boat and was taking him off the hook when he gave me a kind of a dirty look and he says to me, he says, Hey, watch it, bud. That hurts. Oh, this I don't believe. What do you mean you don't believe him? Did you ever have a hook in your lip? Probably did hurt. No, no, pal. Only didn't. Anyhow, I figured I could make a fortune with the talking trout, so I sat right down with him there on the shores of Lake Wacaminipotapuga. And I worked us out of audible act. Taught him a few jokes, a time step, and two choruses of side by side, and we were all set for the big time. Oh, this is just ridiculous. Let him go, Ollie. Just let him run. I was about ready to go into town and wire a booking agent when all at once the trout went temperamental on me. Yep, started arguing about money. I offered him a hundred bucks a week, but he wanted five hundred. Pretty ungrateful of him, pal. Yeah, especially for a fish that never had more than a couple of fins. <laughs> well, sir, I finally went up to two hundred clams and a bucket of worms a week, but he was stubborn. Look, he says, giving me that cold eye. I ain't leaving this lake for a cent less than five hundred bucks, and that's my last word, he says. I hope it's yours. <laughs> well, it was his last word, all right, because... I got tired arguing with him, and I had him for dinner. Aspirin, anyone? Is aspirin the strongest you have, Doctor? McGee, mm-hmm. remember the talk we had before we left about tall tales? Yeah, but what that got to do I with... I told a... you I'd already talked to the boys about this. Uh-huh. Now, here's our proposition. We'll forgive you for Lake Watamini Potapuga, but if you make up any more yarns today, we're going to throw you into Dugan's Lake. Yeah, but a one, two, three, and a yo heave hole. Oh, now, gee whiz, fellas. And I won't lift a finger, boys. Well, okay, that's fair enough, fellas. I won't exaggerate a thing today. And if I do, you can toss me in the lake. I'll stick to the absolute truth, so help me. Ah, this'll be the day. <laughs> Grab your tackle, men, and let's fish. <laughs> Bring your rod back easy, Molly, and try it once more. Yes, Harry. No, Tootsie, no. That ain't the way to cast. You gotta let the fly drop down easy. Yes, dearie. Don't plop it down like a scoop of ice cream in a soda. No, dearie. And you too, Doc. Don't drift that fly down on the water like a cobweb. You want to plop it down a little. Attract the fish's attention. Yes, McGee. They won't see it if you don't make a little ripple when you cast it. No, McGee. 
How many fish have you caught, Molly? Three. And you, Doctor? Five. And you, McGee? None. <laughs> I've been wasting too much time trying to show you amateurs out of the goodness of my heart how to... McGee, get... why don't you move along and fish with Harlow for a while? Yes, dearie. Visit with Mr. Wilcox. Oh, well, if you don't appreciate all the advice and tips I've been oh, giving... Oh, no, it's not that, McGee. Your advice is greatly appreciated. I just don't want you around me. <laughs> oh. Oh, well, that's different. <laughs> I'll go fish with Hilo. Hi, Junior. Thought I'd come over and fish with you a while. Doc chased you off, huh? No, I, I just thought I ought to share myself, Junior. Sort of give all you guys the benefit of my experience as an angler. Well, you're known all over town as a guy with an angle, I'll say that. Hey, uh, don't step on my rod. I've got it propped across the log there. Hey, that's no way to fish for bass, Junior. It isn't? My gosh, it's a good thing I come over here. I've made quite a study of bass fishing, and i got a few new ideas I'm going to let you in on, boy. Oh, swell, pal. Mm -hmm. I just got hold of something new I'm going to let you in on, too. Oh, it's that cold. Yeah, it's the answer to one of your biggest problems. Yeah, which problem? How to get a fish hook out of your neck? How to get a fish hook out of your wife? Because that's a real problem. Oh, how to no, get a... no, no, no. The problem of how to keep your house looking new and beautiful. How to avoid those costly paint jobs. Well. And the answer is aluminum siding. Yes, aluminum. Finished in a gleaming baked-on enamel that looks like beautifully painted clapboard. Yeah, but about fishing, Junior, you see, bass fishing is different from fishing for mudsuckers, for instance, on account Just of... Just like aluminum siding is different from wood, because this aluminum siding never, but never, needs painting. Bass don't need painting either, on account it's of because... fire-resistant, pal. It's rot-proof. It's rust-proof. Yeah, bass are rust-proof, too. I, I've never seen a rusty bass in my the, whole life. The... <laughs> Being aluminum, it reflects the sun's rays away from your house. Keeps it cooler in summer. And what a handsome house it makes. Yeah, that but beautiful baked-on enamel lasts and lasts for years. Look, Junior, I come here to fish, not to have my aluminum enameled. <laughs> I got me a brand-new lure to show you. That's, that's what it gives your house, pal. Huh? A brand-new allure. Oh. New beauty and lasting beauty. Just wash it off with a garden hose, and it looks like new again. I wish I had a hose to wash you off with, because there must be some way to... And it lasts because it's aluminum. Reynolds Aluminum. Oh, yes. It's the Reynolds Metals Company that supplies leading manufacturers of this modern aluminum siding. Reynolds Aluminum, the greatest hey, advancement... Hey, 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 uh, Gabby. Yes, pal? In the first place, you had a strike on your line there, and in the second place, it got away. Oh, that's okay. My gosh, you'll never catch anything with your rod laying on a log that way. You gotta hold it in your hand. When a bass strikes, you gotta set the hook. You gotta play it. Uh, pal, are you gonna tell me how to fish? Well, that's what I came over here for, to show you how. Look, uh... I've already got four bass. Oh. Here, you see them? Pound a piece. Hmm. How many have you got? Okay, I'll go fish with Oli. <laughs> Hi, Oli. Thought I'd come over and fish with you a while. Wilcox chased you off, huh? <laughs> no, I'm just trying to be fair, that's all. Give everybody a break. How are you making out? I get sex fish. Oh, that's not bad for a beginner. McGee, I was catching fish when you were still shooing your toes in the crib. <laughs> I fish all the time back in Sweden. Oh, you did, eh? I sure did. <clears throat> Every day I go out with my friend John Jensen. Oh? That's the one that the girls all call pretty boy, you know. Oh, I see. Oh, Jensen, he was a good-looking fella. Yeah, I sort of figured that. But he liked the fish better than he liked the girls. Oh? And near where we lived was a lot of bass that nobody could catch those bass like Jensen could. Mm -hmm. Big mouth? No, Jensen was a good-looking fella. <laughs> We have pike in Sweden, too, and the record for that special kind of pike was caught by Jensen. Wall-eyed? No, Jensen was a good-looking fella. 
the biggest thing he ever hooked was a shark. It was one of those that scares you to look at, you know. But Jensen, he tries to land it. Shovel nose? No, Jensen was a good-looking guy. <laughs> I tell him, cut the line and let the shark go, but he won't listen. Mm-hmm. So his rod gets pulled out of his hands and carried away by that big shark. Hammerhead? Jensen sure was. Good-looking to stop him. <laughs> so when you talk about fish... Oh, quiet, McGee. Don't move. Stood still. Huh? The big bass just rose out there again. I've been watching him. He's a, he's a bopper. Where? 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 Shh, don't stop the big feet around like that. You're scaring away. Well, where'd he rise? Where? Where is he? Out by the big rock. I've been watching for an hour, and as soon as he works in close to shore, I'll drop a tie. Hey, stand back. I'll cast out there. I can reach it. Oh, don't splash your line out there, McGee. I saw him first. What do you mean? It's anybody's lake. I got as much right to scare him away as you have. <laughs> McGee, for an hour I've watched that bass. I'm asking you like a gentleman. It's a free country. I got a license. If I can get my fly out there to him, I'll... What you laying down your rod for? What you taking off your coat for? What you rolling up your sleeve for? Okay, okay. If that's the way you're going to act, I'll go fish by myself. <laughs> the King's Men and Tenderfoot. Tenderfoot, come over here. I got a secret Tenderfoot a horse and let him make a friend of him. That's a secret he ought to know. Teach him not to be afraid, for that'll be the end of him. That's a secret he ought to know. Let him learn to work and sweat, to roll a cigarette, to ride the range, you bet. He'll be a cowboy, Without a droop in it That's a secret he ought to know When he's up on these routines Content with pork and beans He'll know what living means And he will be a man's man A cowboy Let him end each day at sundown Ready for the day With all his might, for what he knows is right, then he will be a man, man. a cowboy, a cowboy, a cowboy. Nobody wants to fish with me, huh? Nobody even wants me around. Okay, I'll show them. I'll catch a bass that'll make what them guys have got look like a fugitive from a sardine can. I saw a big one last year up around this bend here, and if I'm looking... Well, hello there, Johnny! Oh, hi, old-timer. I didn't see you there. What you doing out here, fishing? 
You guessed it, Johnny. Wouldn't come all the way out here just to wash my worms. My gosh, you fishing with worms? Is there something else to fish with? <laughs> Certainly. Gee whiz, all us experts use flies, boy. Worm fishing, that's for kids. Well, I guess I'm just a child at heart, Johnny. I don't understand fly fishing, but I dig worms. Well, <laughs> <laughs> uh, you never catch anything that way. Let me show you how to use a dry fly. That's very friendly of you, Johnny. Uh, careful, don't step on that string of bass there. Bass? Oh. Yeah, I didn't see them. Had to leave them on the ground because there ain't room for them in my basket. Oh. It's full of perch. <laughs> now, uh, what was you saying about a fly? Forget it. <laughs> you got any extra worms? Oh, can full of them. Give me one. Not doing so good, huh? <laughs> Frankly, old-timer, I'm desperate. There, there, I got them on there. Now, stand back, will you? I'm going to cast over by that sunk log over there. Now, watch it. Ah, that's where I want it. There, you been out here long? Quite a spell, Johnny. Uptown this morning right after the big excitement. What big excitement? You ain't heard? No. A lion escaped from the Wingding Brothers Circus. A lion? The town ain't been so electrified since they took down the gas lamps in 1911. <laughs> Anybody hurt? Only the chief of police. Oh? He seen the lion coming, yanked out his gun, and shot himself in the foot. <laughs> The lion meandered on down Oak Street and stuck his head in Hogan's hardware store. Well. Most of Hogan is still stuck in a stovepipe that he tried to crawl into. <laughs> then a critter headed out of town and was last seen. I got one. I got a strike. I see him, Johnny. Hey, look at him strip by. Oh, brother, I hope I can hold him. Man, oh, man, he... Wow, look at him break water. Hold him, Johnny. Keep it right up. Give him line. Oh, I hope I can land this. Let him run. Drag him in. Give him line. I'm trying to keep him. Keep it right up. Hold his head down. Okay, give him fly. Keep it right line. Let him run. Hey. Put him right up. <laughs> Holy smoke. I got to concentrate. I'll get the net. Yeah. Oh, he's tired now. He's coming in. Boy, oh, boy. Now watch it with that net. Easy, easy. Here he comes. I'll get him. Ah. Uh... Got him. Holy smoke, look at that bass. Long as your arm. He's a doozy, Johnny. Biggest big mouth bass I ever seen. Oh, this is wonderful. Wait till them wise guys around the bend see this baby. Boy, oh boy, this is my day. Well, drag him in the grass there while I get out my pocket scale. Right? Look at that mouth. Wow. Like to have that full of bull moose nickels. <laughs> Let me hang the scale on this tree limb here. That's it. Come on now, hang the bass onto it. Careful now. Hook his gill over the hook. That's it. There you are. Wow. Ten pounds, eight ounces. <laughs> well, ten and a half pounds. Why, that's a record. Wait till Doc Gamble and them mug or other mugs that doubted me. Wait till you... What was that noise, old-timer? Oh, look over yonder, Johnny. Huh? Coming through the brush. Oh. If a tall tomcat ain't been taken by the mine pills, that's an escaped lion. <laughs> oh, my gosh, he's heading right for us. What do we do? Let's do it fast while I got the strength to do it. Better duck behind that big old tree and don't get in my way while we're ducking. Scoot over, will you? Scrunch down, old-timer. Give me room. Stop clambering all over me, Johnny. Get your hind foot out of my hip pocket. I don't think the lion saw us. He's just sort of prowling around. He's sniffing at your fish, son. Sniffing my clavicle, he swallowed it whole. <laughs> You see that? Bones and all. Oh. Went down his gullet easy as an oyster. Oh, there he goes, back through the brush, with my big mouth bass for ballast. Well, what do we do now? I'm going to shake for about 15 minutes. 
town to the circus, folks, and tell them where I see the lion. I'll go tell Molly and the guys what happened. Ah, oh, this is the biggest day in my life. Ten and a half pounds that baby weighed. I'm the big mouth champ of the whole county. <laughs> Fibber McGee, the big mouth champion. Hey, Molly. Hey, Molly. Hey, Molly. Hey, fellas. Hey, Doc. Hey, fellas. What is it, McGee? What is it? I done it. Hey, Ollie. Hey, fellas. I done it. <sighs> what is it, dearie? What's the matter? Stop jumping up and down, McGee. What happened? Uh, I done it up the lake with my little fly rod. I caught the biggest bass ever come out of this lake. Ten pounds and eight ounces. Great, Scott. Ten pounds? Ten pounds and a half. Good for you, dearie. Yeah, that's a big fish. Yeah. yeah, that's great, McGee. Where is it? Let's see it. Yeah, don't keep us in suspense, pal. Where is it? Show it to us. Well, I can't show it to you. I hung it on a tree and... Well, I, it weighed ten and a half pounds, you see. Yeah, yeah. Well, I was getting ready to bring it over here and... Well, where is it? Well, a lion ate it. <laughs> McGee. That did it. Grab him, fellas. <laughs> hey, hey, now, wait a minute. You made a bargain, blabbermouth. In the lake, you But go. it's true. I'm not fibbing. Oh, I'll turn loose to me. Grab his older leg, Vincoff. I got it. Hold his arm, Doc. I got him. No, fellas, let go of me. A, a lion really did. One and... No! Two and... A lion. Three! No! <laughs> ah, there goes a good kid. <laughs> Help stretching the truth. Fibber and Molly return in a moment. This is the place where we usually tell you some new work-saving, food-saving use of Reynolds Ramp, the pure aluminum foil in kitchen rolls. But in this closing message of the season, we'd like to turn the tables and ask you to tell us what new uses of Reynolds Ramp you have discovered. Every day, the Reynolds Metals Company gets letters and postcards with wonderful ideas, ideas that are passed on, so women everywhere can make their kitchen chores easier and their mealtimes more enjoyable with Reynolds Wrap. Why not drop us a line and tell us of your uses for Reynolds Wrap? Just write it on a postcard to Reynolds Wrap, Louisville 1, Kentucky. And uh, let it remind you to check the supply of your pantry shelf. Your dealer has Reynolds Wrap in standard 25-foot and 75-foot jumbo economy rolls. Also, heavy-duty Reynolds Wrap, half a yard wide. Made by the world's largest producer of aluminum foil, the Reynolds Metals Company. Well, McGee, it's time to say goodbye again for the summer. Yeah, it's been another swell season, hasn't it? How many years is this now on NBC? Sixty-five or seventy-three? <laughs> well, I forget, but we owe a lot of thanks to a lot of nice people. Yes, we do. All of us on the show here want to thank our sponsor, the Reynolds Metals Company, and, and thanks to NBC for the use of the hall. And especially thanks to a lot of good friends who have listened to us every Tuesday night. We hope you all have a very pleasant summer. Yes. And keep a tube burning in your radio, will you? We'll be back in the fall. Good night. Good night, all. <laughs> Reynolds Metal
Cable's company, Pioneers of Progress Through Aluminum, has brought you Fibber McGee and Molly transcribed with Bill Thompson, Arthur Q. Bryan, Dick Legrand, and me, Harlow Wilcox. Don't forget to see Mr. Peepers starring Wally Cox on NBC television Sunday nights. And watch your local papers for our return in the fall. Good night. Tonight, play Two for the Money with Herb Schreiner on NBC.